The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. professional little setup going wait are we live oh we are live right now guys we are live but are we recording now we are my man thank you (laughs) there you go hey that's why i got players here guys wouldn't it be amazing when we had a team that could just handle all of this so all we could do is just go out there and play D D? you know one way that that could happen is with those sponsors of all of you watching us right now live on Twitch, someone could do the obligatory Facebook, hey guys, we're live, so I can do the obligatory just easy share as the podcast page. Please, I'm going to let one of you guys do that. Everyone checking us out now live uh, or on the replay or at the beginning of the YouTube uh, video, hey, you want to help support the stream? You want to help support podcasters and the guys with the Fable of Five? Well, we got a sponsor this week and moving forward with this campaign. We have DCT Industries. It's a local startup gaming company in Western New York that is pushing out their first game, Kaimon. It's currently in some testing phases, and uh, it's looking to be something fun and something different. Think Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! mixed with Warhammer on a tabletop setting. So you are the trainer, um, uh, director of these monsters known as Kaimon that will battle other players in their Kaimon with various move sets and um, options with the physical terrain and a whole bunch of unique original monsters too that are being currently uh, sculpted for, by some artist and being created by the creator, Jeff. Um, Jeff, thank you so much for sponsoring DCT Industries. Uh, dreams come true. I do love that. I think it's super cool. Everyone, please head on over. Check them out. They are our current sponsor. You can see their uh, logo. Or looking at it, pointing in the right direction this time. See, I got that. Pointing over there. There's a nice, beautiful logo. It's right, Ricky, other way. It's mirrored. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's weird. Um, check them out. Go like them. Uh, we can have one of my players uh, take hair and drop some links in the chat for anyone that is going to tune in live. They can check it out. We'll be pushing it and promoing it throughout the show. They currently have another giveaway that we will be uh, dropping forward after the uh, break uh, through this episode, as well as announcing the winner of our giveaway from last week. We'll be doing that later. Uh, we do have a winner, and I have not told them yet. So maybe he's watching. Maybe he'll react. Hopefully. But till then, guys, let's get into some D&D. All right. Where we left off last time was a little bit of a mix-up. You all possibly had dreams of some manner. You all had weird dreams. And even if you don't remember anything, you come out smelling the baking of banana bread, just wafting. Um, you previously, a couple, couple weeks ago, had been traveling through the Feywild found a temporary companion known as Yanni that helped you defeat a yellow, uh, not a yellow dragon, a white dragon. Uh, find that white dragon's lair and discover some weird 
almost scientific happenings within the lair. Not being too interested with the workshop or this metal mechanical claw that uh, these um, kobolds were trying to construct or work with. You guys discovered and decided to discover some more trares or tra- uh, treasure and hidden uh, tunnels within this lair. After a collapse of the icy structure that you were tunneling within, you all fell with some quick thinking. You were luckily sweeped into Mammon's lair, thanks to your resident tiefling. And upon leaving, you appeared at a desert. You guys feeling tired, wandering for a day, took rest over by a small oasis with two trees and a small little, essentially it's the size of a homemade pond, something like kind of dug out in your backyard, maybe five feet wide, six feet deep, some collected rocks at the bottom. You guys took your turn and shifts of watch. We start up. Azoth, you're in meditation. Um, during your meditation, what are you doing? How are you? What are you reflecting on? What are you coming through? Uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, where our journey's taken us so far. A um, little bit confused as to how much time has really been spent. How long were we away from home for? What's happened? Um, cloudy, foggy memories of things I may have been supposed to be doing, not quite sure what I'm going to do, why certain things have come to me easier than others as far as when I was wild shaping in the Feywild or my abilities to manipulate fluid dynamics. Just kind of... uh, just reevaluating everything, just kind of trying to get a sense of what now and why my armor's not spiky anymore. Take um make a wisdom right. check. Seven. You sit hard, pondering, talking with everyone else a little bit about what happened after, because you all started to discover some certain items were working. Your armor, still spiky. Not so magical. Nothing else. There's no response, no enlightenment. In a moment, you start to feel as if someone's watching. Something's watching. Look up. No, you look around. Make a perception check. 
13. First off, you do see looking up is that over here, the moon over this desert is large. You know those those feelings like where you go see the moon on like a super moon night and you're like, whoa, you're larger. It's kind of that ominous like, wow. You haven't been on the, you haven't been on the, in Faybala for a couple days. And even so, when you weren't, when you were back on Faybala before you went to the Faybala, you guys hadn't spent that many nights outside. So this is the first night seeing the moon in a while. It's not red, is it? What was your perception check? Uh, 13. I'll give you an investigation check. If, if you're looking up and you're noticing the moon, you want to make a further peer into it? Just remembering Howard's vision, uh, seven. Maybe? Don't know. Okay. Could just be could just be the moon playing tricks on you. Okay. As it does sometimes. You look over at Howard, thinking of how you no, know, maybe it may be just some tricks. It could be a red hint to it. You know, is it ominous? Is it one of those things that like the sailors look out and say, Oh, Red Sea, it must be dangerous. Could be. I don't know. Look over at your party. See your friends sleeping. See Fink's chilling, passed out, crack barrels in his hand. Remus, surprisingly enough, barrels popped out. Can't find him. He may or may not be in the barrel sleeping. Who knows? On a subconscious level, he even sleeps in barrels, I feel. Look over. Howard's not there. Um, there any signs that he like went for a walk or anything? Can I check out his spot? Is there any? Yeah, going over, go over to a spot. You see his pouch. Uh, What's what 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 is your actual equipment you pack and all that, Howard? What do they what what would he be look? What would he find? What's not on your person? It would be my uh, backpack, my bedroll, and my quarterstaff. Any signs of a like a struggle or something I may have missed while I was deeper in trance or sleeping? Make a... I'll give you perception or survival. Uh, I'll go with... Or, no, investi- it'd be an investigation check. Investigation? There. Okay. I'll, I'll give you an investigation one. check. Uh, nine. Nine? Nothing? You leaving his equipment, just kind of like just looking at it? You just kind of looking over, like walking over, meh, kick it a little bit? Or do you go further? Um... How big, how, how, like, uh, big is the area? Like, is it, uh, sized enough that I could do, like, a search around the perimeter without it being, like, ridiculous? Like, it's not worth it to take a loot, like, 
it's not going to take me forever to kind of get around or just to kind of. Oh, no, you guys are in a, I don't know, like a localized 15, 20 little. I mean, I would say you guys are in a little 15 foot localized space. Like you guys are pretty secure. This is a vast open desert. I don't think you would all be trying to stay spread out far apart. Can I uh, just uh, continue on past this stuff and just kind of like look around, make sure you didn't like sleepwalk over a dune or uh, hanging out down by the water or something? Yeah. Um, here, one second. I like the way this. There we go. Um, all right. You get up. You go to walk over towards a uh, one of the dunes. Make a survival check. As you walk over there and just try to look around and see perception of what you're taking in. There's a little bit of a not a, so much of a hunter look for this moment, but you're trying to take in like, all right, party members missing currently. Where'd he go? Uh, Eighteen. Oh, at that point, you do see off in the distance. About a hundred druid. Two hundred feet off, you do see what looks like to be a red mist kind of chasing amongst the horizon in your direction. Almost like a something's coming towards you. It's far off. It looks like it'll take some time to get to you. Make an inside check. Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. Nothing too in sight instead of it. You're looking at it now and it kind of shifts in your direction, then shifts back out and it disappears. You keep an eye on it. It looks like uh, a moving localized fog over like a 20 block. Or twenty twenty foot block space, just from afar and from you being druid and looking in like kind of like like nature looking spells, it looks almost like a fog or something air or a mist in like a fifteen foot localized cube, just not like a squared, but like you know, right? For just for dimension wise, just kind of shifting beyond and amongst the the sea, sometimes slowly coming cl- within your direction, but never comes up close enough to see exactly what. It just looks slightly red at times. Uh, you see that with the 18. Good roll. Okay. Uh, at that moment, as you're kind of looking and peering, like, what could that be? You're <gasps> as splashing comes from behind you. Enter Howard. <sighs> I look over the rest of the Crew, you I'm assuming he's lying down, and then I see Azoth, right? Yeah, you see him <laughs> up on a dune about 20 feet over. <laughs> I start feeling around, pull out my book. Do I have my book? I have your book. Flip real quick. Do I have that little page? Yeah. You start flipping, too. It's kind of one of those moments of every page you're seeing a flash of it almost, but the page is the page. Good. Sorry. Close it real quick. Put it back in my coat. 
that was different. You all right down there? I'm just going to walk back towards my stuff. Um, yeah, I, uh, was fishing. Okay. Come here for a yeah. minute. I want you to take a look I'm at this. I'm just going to go towards my uh, stuff and just kind of sit along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll get up and I'll walk towards him. <laughs> um, I'll point out the, uh, the mist to him and say, you see that? Is that, uh, anything, any, anything you might know what that is? I know you got this thing with red stuff, so and yellow. You're very colorful. Does the red mist point out to me? You can see the mist he's pointing. You see the you see what the the shape of mist moving. Um, make a make perception check. Okay. Fifteen. It looks like some red tinted mist. You're not getting no weird tentacle feelings from it. Nothing, nothing weird in that sense. But red mist. Um, I'm trying to think if you would know or recognize it. Make a history check. Okay. Ace off you too. I'll give you both one. Start pointing out to Howard, kind of moan, like, what do you think that could be? Six. It's a four. You guys spend the better part of an hour or two trying to figure it out. Like, this is stumping you. Like, what could this be? You have no idea. This is weird. Over the course of this hour, it looks to slowly be making its way closer in your direction. And we'll say passive perception, Azoth, what is it? Um, you, I believe, would be the high, was one of the highest of the group. Yeah, so roll again for perception? Nope, your passive perception, what is it? Uh, oh, 18. Yeah. All right, so you, no, no worries. You pick up and you see that the moon is now slowly coming to its end. And far off in the distance, you see the sun rising. And you can see kind of that moment in the, in the line in the sand where there's that sh- the shade and the sun are starting to meet. You can see day is slowly approaching because you did take the last watch. Right. Correct? I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. Believe, I believe so, right? Howard, you took second. Yeah, I took second. Oh, no, no, no. Was, this was in the middle of my watch because I went off into the water when this all happened during my watch. Yeah. I don't think I went. Yeah, so this is technically second asked. shift. Second shift? Yeah. All right. For this reasoning, with the with the searching and you guys mulling over, it's now currently day rising. You guys perhaps overslept a little bit. Azoth, you zoned out, and you didn't wake Finks yet for his shift. You guys got stuck trying to figure out what this mist is. And... um. As the day is kind of breaking, you see that this mist is moving now aggressively in your direction. Uh, you saw it was now just kind of wandering amongst before, and it's now traveling in your direction. 
You might want to wake the others and prepare them just in case. All right. I'll yell down to Finks and Remus to uh, get their uh, butts in gear and something bad might be coming. You guys both wake up here in <laughs> Azoth shouting over at you. What? Should we leave? Can we? How do we leave quickly? We're in the desert. Can't run in sand. No. This mist is about 100 feet from the dune at this point. It's, it's now progressing up it fast, coming up towards where you guys are. Can I attempt to identify the mist? Um, as you run up to the mist, I'll say, are you doing a ca- uh, cast? Are you just asking for a specific check? Uh, just, just eyeing it a up, check? see if anything looks uh, familiar or I've heard of anything like this. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'll let you, what do you want to roll for it? I'll let, I'll, how are you going to try and ascertain what this is? I'll let you decide. Um, hmm. I was just going to do perception, but I guess Go for it. history or. Uh, make. Yeah, you want to make a history? I'll let you make a history check to see if you remember anything like this. Oh, history is so much worse. Uh, two. two. I, it's mist, man. It's red. That's weird. I've seen this before. Um, it wasn't that color. I have... It didn't move like that. Two things I want to try. Two things. The first one um, is can, I would like to use my weird Gemini to see if I can see through the mist. I'll give you perception. Straight perception roll. DC is different. That's fine. All right. I could work this. This is be I, interesting. I just appreciate the, the chance to try. Hey. Yeah, I, I got a 10. <laughs> it's mist. Yeah. We got some mist, guys. It's red. Um, it's red. See, seeing that it's moving rapidly, I will retake out my winter coat. and It is now, I will say, cocoon myself now, in it. Uh, 50 feet away. I cocoon myself in my winter coat to protect myself from the mist. Okay. You guys are up on the top of the dune. You guys doing anything else? This mist is racing up, about to reach 250 feet away. Three, two, one. All right, cool. Roll initiative. One, two. Six. Does the mist see me? One moment. Oh my god. Uh, Unhide. Well, I had you guys still hidden on the encounter sheets. So right now, as of now, it's just Howard in the fight. It's not good. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right, Howard. What you got? Twelve. Perfect. Uh, Remus. Fifteen. Fifteen. Azoth. Six. Six. Beautiful. Thanks. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Good for you. And the mist has a fifteen. Beautiful. Thanks. You see this red mist is rolling up. It's 50 feet away coming up the sand dune. What are you doing? Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty obviously coming at us. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you make an insight check. Make an, make an insight check. I'll give you a free check on that. All right, cool. Uh, 15. Beautiful. I see that. All right. Uh, it looks like it is aggressively in, coming at your direction with a 15. It is coming at you. So what do you like to do for your turn? 
All right. Um, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> don't know? Going uh, once? Is there is there any sort of like focal point on this thing or is it just hard to see through? Um, I'll give you a dish. I'll give you one more insight check on this to see. Uh, this looks at, at first glance, this looks like some red mist. Uh, it looks to be localized now as it's up and closer. It looks to be take up a five, uh, five foot cube of space essentially. And some thicker and denser, uh, looks possibly like a misty form of possibly a figure, uh, almost like a, maybe is it a mist elemental? This looks something that it, like the mist is stuck together. It is moving in, ta- in tangent with each, with itself. Does that help you? Okay. Uh, a little bit. Okay. So I rolled a 17 on that, on that check. Um, what I'm going to do is I took a spell called create or destroy water. And I want to use the destroy water portion of that. <laughs> and hopefully this works. I uh, have the mist. 10 gallons of water in a 30 foot cube. So I'm going to, oh, well, there you go. Alternatively, you can destroy fog in a 30 foot cube. There we go. Okay. I'm going to do uh, that. Okay. Does it make you make a this check or make a roll for it? Or does it just happen? Uh, it doesn't say there's a check because it's probably assuming the water's not aggressively coming at us. Okay. So uh, it's a level I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you make a wisdom check. Okay. Unless it has, unless it has like a, a spell save or something that's coming from it. If it's just a, this would happen. Ooh. All right. I'll let rolled. you do, uh, what that's level is, what level is the spell? It is a level one spell. Level one spell. I'll give you. Uh, roll a d4. Add your wisdom modifier. Okay. Which isn't that bad, I'm sure. Three plus three, so six. Mm-hmm. Give me a moment. All right, I'm gonna have to do that manually. Give me one moment, guys. Didn't know I just that was an issue. We weren't gonna be dehydrated. That ended up being very. No, handy. you're good. This math break brought to you by DCT Industries, where dreams can come true if you put your mind to it. DCT Industries, or if you get lucky. Back to you, Anthony. You go. All right, so. Uh, you do six points of damage as this mist looks to take a little bit of harm, but not so much. That was just due to a good wisdom check off a spell. Um, you see part of this mist as it kind of, it reacts as like a, what the heck was that? Where like part of it was just kind of taken away. It quickly reforms and the mist has shifted into your direction. Uh, you now see that up as it's uh, coming more up close, the blanketed red-toned mist is now this darker, deep, uh, kind of pulsing from dark red, like a crimson kind of boom. And as it uh, flashes from like this dark crimson to this gray, you see these red veiny streaks throughout it. 
and kind of a response, almost like a sense of a heartbeat, just a poof. you see the flash of the veins and like uh, arteries throughout this mist, just kind of like show. It's your turn. Uh, do you want to do any movements or anything else? Yeah, as far away backwards. All right, move 30 feet back. As I can go. All right. Uh, I'll say you're next to, you're going to be coming down the hill. You're like next to the little pond where Howard was in. Remus, yep. what are you doing? As far as I can tell, the mist can't see me. Make an inside check if you want to. I don't know yet. Because <laughs> I can't, like, as far as I know, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to, since I'm laying like a, a bug in a sleeping bag, I'm going to stick my arm out and just throw a psychic dagger into the mist and see what happens. Okay. Brain power versus mist. Who will win? 20? 20. 20. I believe a 20 does hit something. Give me a moment. Uh, you see the psychic dagger does enter it. Roll uh-huh. for damage. Do I get sneak attack damage because I'm hidden? I'll let you roll a. I'll let you roll a stealth check to see if okay. it noticed you. I'll let you roll one right now to see if it if it worked. I'm gonna roll an insights uh, perception check oh, to see if it saw you. Oh. I wish it well. I got a twenty eight. Wow! 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 My nineteen doesn't catch it. Oh, I'll get you one of these days. Someday. Okay. I'll give you sneak attack on this one. All right, that's going to be... Oh, I forgot the one number. Why am I so bad at this still? That's going to be... 17 damage to the mist. Wow. Um, Break that down for me. Is it all slashing or psychic? Uh, It would be... I'm pretty sure it's all psychic. Yeah, because sneak attack would just add to the other damage, right? Yeah, so there, it's not slashing from the dagger. The psychic daggers are psychic damage. Yeah, right? so it would be... It's all slashing then. Or all psychic then. Alright. It's all from my brain. So 20 and damage? And I'll bonus action hold on to my stealth and stay hidden. 17 damage. 17 damage. Oh my god. Alright, alright, alright. I see what you got going on here. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad indeed. That's it for me. All right. I'm going to make you roll a sneak attack, uh, uh, stealth again. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 18? Okay, you're hidden from what you think. 
Okay. So this mist is going to... All right, you guys, you guys, we're cracking out the Dungeon Master dice. Screw you, Chessex. And your heavy set dice of turquoise and orange. So the way I'm looking at it on the screen, it goes uh, one, two, three, four. Mark, Danny, Tony, Ricky to see what this thing wants to go to. All right. It's gonna t- it's gonna pay attention to you later, uh, Remus, and it is gonna look over at the one it first noticed an hour or so ago, and swoop up to you, Azoth. Right. Uh, as this mist comes over and just engulfs you in your in your five foot little personal space, your personal bubble is currently invaded. As you need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, you take 2d6. He's cocked. Hold on. Take nine points of necrotic damage. And as you being in the mist, as you uh, kind of wreak it, you feel this uh, it, it's almost like the blood is pulled from the pores of your body. Uh, you guys on the outside looking at the mist, you see part of it kind of reform and regain its composure a little bit. Um, that uh, reduction is permanent until you take a long rest, just so you know. All right, hold you said that was necrotic? Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is then going to... Yeah, it's just going to kind of stay there and engulfing you guys in your... in its vicinity. All right. Uh, it's currently, so I'm picturing that Rick, Remus is off to the side, five feet out of the mist. Next to uh, Azoth is Howard. So Howard and Azoth are currently in the mist, too, still. You could just target one person, so it's going to hit Azoth. Uh, waking up from that mist, uh, waking up from that attack, though, next in line is Howard. I need you to take, being in its vicinity, you take, that one's cocked. 13 points of necrotic damage being right in its space. Do I make a con save too or no? Oh, yeah. You need to make a con save. My bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Make a con You're save. Good. All right. Hold on one second. Do that. I'll do new dice too on that. See if you do save or fail. Woo! Natural 20. 22. Never mind. You feel the blood begin to pull from your body being in this mist area, and uh, you just. Just are like, oh, hell no. And you feel this weird uh, tingling sensation, almost like it's something's under your skin, kind of push the blood, the key the, to kind of hold on to the blood and push this mist that's pushing into you, like through your pores to kind of siphon. It like extrudes it, like you're not entering me. It's weird. Almost like you have like another like membrane under your skin or something. Good. 
Um, important right. question. Yes. Me, I guess, like going out and trying to figure out what the mist was. Does that still count as me completing a long rest or no? I'll give you a long rest after what just happened. Yes. Okay, cool. I'll give you the long rest. Everyone did get a long <laughs> rest. You oh. suffered you suffered your own your own uh you you have your own trade-off. I was gonna say that determines what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so since I am right there, I will <sighs> Remember something I saw in a dream once before about this giant clap, and I'm gonna summon thunderclap towards it, and I'm gonna channel my inner Hulk basically and do that. Yep. So you need to make go back to the con save. Yeah, it's a 28. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, you're good. All right. Um, and then I am going to move my full movement as close to the water as I can get. Okay. Uh, you get right up next to the water. Okay. All right. Yep. Azoth, constitution saving throw for me, bud. Fifteen. Fifteen? All right. Succeeds. You are good. Okay. All right. What are you doing? Your turn. Um, how much of a movement do I need to go to get outside of the mist? Five feet. Um... All right, I, I'm going to try, I guess, to step out of the mist and then use um, shape water and see if I can freeze it. Okay. Uh, with you pulling out, it's going to use its reaction and attack you, so I'm going to make you make a constitution saving throw as a reactionary attack. 17. 17 succeeds as well. You're okay. So you step out, you shape water. Um, what are you trying to do with it? How are you freeze trying it. to attack it with shape water? Freeze it. You're going to try and just freeze it in place? Yep. And that one last. Okay, go ahead. Make a wisdom check to see if you can do it. Mm-hmm. 10. A 10? You kind of hold, kind of swirl around in your hand. Um, and uh, as you go to freeze some of the mist, it starts to hold with like the water vapor in the air. But there, you, you kind of pulling onto the water po- uh, molecules in the air. You feel as if something thicker within the mist is pulling out of the ice. That looks, you being up and close in front of it looks to be a little red is being pulled out of the ice blocks of mist that you just kind of harden and froze. 
Okay. Um, then I'm going to uh, bonus action uh, wild shape into a uh, desert scorpion, a giant desert scorpion. Large size of huge? Uh, give me one second here and I will tell you. Let that go. This determines things. Maybe like the size of a dog? Uh, that's how I want to know. Is it like a dog size or is a giant scorpion a 10 feet space size? I'll give me one second here. I can tell you exactly. Hopefully. Where did it go? No, that's All right. Two. Well, that's your bonus action as you're doing yep. that. So as uh, you're looking that up, top of the round, it is Sphinx. What are you doing? You're next to the water. Where, uh, you're next to the water. You have no idea who came out of the water. Maybe Howard, because you saw him soaking wet. Sphinx doesn't like water, so I'm not going in. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to cast Bless on the three of my party members. Okay. So you guys get plus a D4 to your attacks and your saving throws. Um, and then I'm going to move another 30 feet away. <laughs> And I'm going to bonus action hide in, in the sand. And just have like bonus. little eyes poking out. Oh, goblin, you can bonus action hide, can't you? Yeah. Uh, make a stealth check. I lied. It's not a uh, scorpion, by the way. It's just a giant constrictor snake. Cool. What size, though? Is it? Is it like 10? Uh, should say small, medium, or large. Huge beast. Huge beast? All right, that's like a 10-foot uh, space then, essentially. You would be... It's armor class twelve, by the way. Okay, cool. I, I'm you're so uh, you are beast shaping. If if something wasn't established before, when you beast shape, you keep your intelligence stats, but you keep but you use the animals. Yep. Uh, body stats. Yep. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, ten to, uh, okay. to stealth, by the way. What is it? Ten. Ten to stealth. All right. Feel maybe stealthy. It's it's, uh, it's slowly starting to become daybreak. You see the sun is starting to slightly rise in the far distance and the moon, you being in Keaton, you kind of having a little bit of a connection with it. You see that it is currently kind of at that uh, turning moment of night and day where you guys are at. So kind of laying down in the sand, hoping no one sees you. Okay. Up next, Remus, what are you doing? You're uh, cocooning. You're burritoing right now. Yeah. Um, so the mist went towards Azoth. Is it still just mist? Or is it like ice chunks? Is it? There's a part of a kind of an icy chunk in the air. It hasn't busted off yet, but you see the mist is kind of pulling off of it. Uh, Like pulling off, like separating itself from yes. it? Or if it's like, okay. Yeah. Like I wasn't sure if it was like the set, like floating in the center of it. Um, no. Hmm. So in the oasis. Uh, how far is the water from me? 20 feet? 25 feet? Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Is the mist between the water and I? No, mist would be where I'm envisioning it to your left. Because you're up okay. on the dune next to where Azoth and Howard are. Howard, are. Um, Howard actually backed up a bit. Azoth is more so right up next to you in the mist or like right outside okay. of it. Um, I'm going to then uh, leave my heavy coat, throw another psyker dagger at the mist mm-hmm. and then I'm going to run and jump in the water. Okay. 
Does a 14 hit the mist? 14. Just hits it, too. All right. That's going to be five damage. Okay. And then... Um, Unless I add sneak attack again. It's once per turn, but I don't... Okay, I wasn't sure. First, first turn. It, uh, you know what? I'll add. I'll let you give the sneak attack because it is being flanked currently, essentially. Okay. So that's gonna it would, be, it would apply. That's gonna be fifteen more damage. Sweet. Um, and then I'm going to bonus action hide under the water, or like use my ten feet to submerge myself so the mist can't go under the water and get me. So you're gonna run, kind of run. Yes. Jumping in the water. All right, cool. Sweet. Uh, you're you're roughly about five feet tall, so you could probably just five five and a half feet tall, right? What is Remus? About five and a half. Five eight, yeah. So five eight. Yeah. So you're just kinda like you're just coasting in the water. Just enough. Excellent. Um, all right. Miss turn. It is going to <sighs> Seeing you looking to be a little little gutsy with the ice, Azoth, make a perception check. Thirteen. Okay. Make a wisdom save for me. Twenty one plus D four. Twenty five. There you go. Thank you. Oh, so wise. Okay, hold on. That changes things. What was your perception check, by the way? Uh, 13. Okay. Perception? You being up a four, two or no? Because if that's... Is that I mean, you would add up. You can... Yeah, you would add a plus. So 17, but... Wait, would you... Do you add the bless to the ability checks, or is it just attacks and saves? Um, just saves and attacks. Okay. Okay, then so no. 13. 13. In the moment that you feel that you felt uh, something try to probe into your head... You saw a flash of a humanoid image with a hand kind of pull at you from within the mist as it sh- turns back into the mist. Um, at that moment, I also need, just need to pull this up to make sure that it is done the right way. See real quick. I'm sorry, guys. Just checking this out. Um, I 
Okay. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Seeing that the the first one didn't connect, you see this image flash again in a in a in a moment as there is a spell cast again instantaneously. Twenty two. Okay, that's t- that's noted. Uh, okay. Seeing that you are high in wisdom, it is going to then shift around and make a perception check and look at the rest of the group. It starts shifting in its way over towards Sphinx. This miss, is it? Oh no, my disguise has failed. Sorry. It's all right. All right, it's floating down and it's engulfing you. Uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw as it enters your space. That is a 15. 15. You save. Oh, nice. Question. All right. Just a question. Can I, I... I know it's not my turn, so I don't know how this works. Can I make an opportunity attack on it as it's leaving me to go towards Finks? With the, with, the, with the melee attack, yes. Would... What constitute as being a melee attack, per se? A melee or a melee spell attack I'll allow for this moment. Okay, would I be... I don't know, because I'm still a snake. I would have to go out. Oh, yeah, no, you're ours. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. You were making wisdom saving throws with the snake, or, or with yourself, so your wisdom saves do count. Um, you are a snake. You could be able to make a snapping strike at it, basically. All right, don't want to do that. I'm, I'm good. Ignore me then. Okay, cool. All good. Um, thinks you currently have this mist engulfing your five foot block of space. Okay. All right. Top of the round. Uh, I'm sorry, not top of the round. Down to Howard. You're next to the water. You see Remus is dunked in. You see this mist over to the side where Finks is. I look back, make sure Remus is okay. Okay, cool. And I'm going to Kamehameha style shoot two Eldritch Blasts towards the mist. Okay, make attack rolls. All right, so first one is a 24. That hits. And the second is a 15. Oh, that also hits. Awesome. So first damage, nice. Uh, 14 for the first one. That hits, And yeah. ooh, five for the second, not very much. Um, what kind of damage is it? Uh, it is force damage. All right. Play force. Let me double check that. Yeah, nope. force. That makes sense. Uh, what was the damage total? Uh, 15 and 14? 14 and 5. 14 and 5, so 19 total. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And I'm going to start stepping slowly into the water, but like up to my knees so far. <clears throat> All right, cool. And that's it. Azoth, what are you doing? All right. I'm a little mad. All right. I died twice. I've been to hell. I've I've gotten frozen and I'm just I'm I'm really not in the best. I'm a little grumpy. I'm gonna um bamf out of my snake form and rely on the tried and true. And I am going to um since we're at the oasis, I am basically going to uh uh shape water and channel essentially like a avatar style a giant water fist and just smash into this uh mist with this just pick it up and like whale on it liquid against liquid 
Make a make an attack roll. All right. Four. <laughs> Finks, you're on the ground and you see this mist just hovering over you, and you see this human-sized icy little Come flying oh. over the mist. It would be eight, I guess, because of the plus four, but... Before, yeah. Oh, no, you didn't hit. No, okay. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. All good. Bigger spells, good idea for shape water. You're utilizing it, man. You're making a bread. You're making it a bread and butter, and you're thinking of ways. You're thinking of ways. All right. Top of the round. Thanks. What are you doing? Uh, make a constitution save, actually, for me. Let's do it. Uh, an eight. Eight. You, ooh, I'm sorry. Take four, seven points of necrotic damage. Yep. And your hit points are currently decreased by seven until a long rest. Okay. All right. Finks is going to... Has blink on himself again. Okay. And I'm going to go to the ethereal plane and I'm going to punch him. I'm assuming he's there. Okay. Um, so uh, I am going to attempt to disengage. I've got that bonus action. Okay. Do you roll the dice on to get into the ethereal on your turn or does it take effect on the second? End of turn. End of turn. Got it. Yeah. All right. I'll let you bonus a. Uh, I'll let so you I do the dis- bonus engage. Disengage, disengage first. Think as blink. As it all happening, I'll let you do it in the motion. Because he wouldn't be able to get the strike. It wouldn't be able to get a strike on you if you're disengaging with the bonus act with the bonus action. So it's good. I didn't know since it was literally on my square rather than being in a threatened square if that made a difference. But no. anyway, um, you're basically engulfed in this moment, essentially. Okay, and then uh, so I'm, I'm going to stay close it. to it. You're, st- you're going to stay close to it, but you're but you're not within the melee, the uh, reactionary pull. Is what yes. it is. Got it. All right, man, roll that dice. Let's see what happens. Are you guys all seeing the digital dice pop up on your screens as well? Yes. It's kind of cool. I love it. Uh, 14, so I am out. Ethereal plane. Make perception check. 14. You see standing over in front of you a cloth-wrapped figure um, with almost like medical bandages up and around his arms, up and down his chest from what you see, his neck. His head is uh, wrapped up in almost like a mummy wrapping bandages up and around. So where you, all you see is his face. And it looks undead. Uh, and he is, looks to be holding a uh, these clawed hands, not really holding anything. And he's just just kind of staring down at you, predator predator style. Okay. As a predator, not like not like that. <laughs> big, di- <laughs> big difference, guys. Big difference. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fighting the predator. All right. Can Finks drop like a? You thought you could hide from me? Yeah. Uh, 
What languages do you know? Common, goblin. I would just use common. With you saying that, you hear a fox <laughs> You don't understand it. All right. That's your turn, man. Remus, you're up. You guys see, you, you look at her kind of doing a quick scan. Finks is gone. So I pop up from the water. I'm clearly very... Oh, yeah. Finks is gone, then. <laughs> Finks is gone. Is it still just mist and only he sees this figure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how far is the mist from me? Ten feet. Oh, that's not good. I will throw one psychic dagger at him. That's going to be 24. A 24? What? Yeah. Okay, so hold on. You see, Finks, this figure casts his hand up at his side as a um, bony shield just goes spectrally to his side as he's looking over at you, does not hit. Remus. Uh, That's okay. No bonus action, hide back in the water. He's staring at you, Finks. Called him out. (laughs) All right. Uh, Staring you down, looking at you, he's going to... He goes in a, uh, he's going to speak in the common tongos. I'll speak more primitive for your ears. So may, so you may hear yourself die. As it walks up and just kind of clenches onto you. And you make a melee attack or, or, a twin spell that okay he grabs onto you and just holding you close looking frustrated two spells nat one so you're lucky okay with that uh, he's staying in your vicinity he is coming after you, it looks like. Howard, your turn. You look over, you see a mist, and Finks is gone. Do I see, like, the mist is making movement towards where Finks would have been? Yeah, you saw it kind of shift over towards his, right over to him, to where his movement was before he blinked out. And I'm assuming he's taking damage, correct? Making a side check. Okay. Because you really didn't see him after he cast Blink in the Feywild. 18. Insight check. Um, but he did tell you that he was casting Blink or that he did cast it before. So you know that he may have he may he may have been hurt. He may not have been hurt. You don't know at this point. No, I'm talking about the does, mist. The mist has taken damage, correct? Oh, the mist has taken damage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe? 
It's weird. You know, being like what you saw of it, you saw part of a mist break off. You you don't know what what a mist has health wise, so you don't know what kind of damage it is. Okay. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Uh, I am going to with my hands form what looks like a bell and then just and cast Toll the Dead. Oh. On it. Okay. Uh, well, that... Wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That one is a 20. I rolled low on it. Only got a... Only... Yeah. Hold on. Your wisdom save was 20? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. That's, that's one of my dumb stats. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no, you save then. Um... Then yeah, no, that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Okay, um, Azal, top of your turn. Make a perception check, real quick. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless, how are you doing? Anything else? You staying where you're at? No, I'm staying where I'm at. All right. Perception. You see Wait, that the sun is now creeping closer to the horizon and is just breaking where you are. Now, um, day is slowly approaching. It's probably another round or two until it becomes day where you're at. Um, am I in the sun currently? No, you, you have like a moment until the sun breaks, breaks kind of your skin. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, I want to, I'm going to cast entangle. On the mist? Yeah. Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, and a creature in the area must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained until the spell ends. Okay. Do I have to make a save? Uh, yeah, strength of 16. All right, cool. So um, what, do you do, what do you do to cast it? What does it look like? What's going on? How is your magic coming through? You've been through some stuff. So I, I'm just going to know that there's still some with the oasis that there's still some plant life, there's still some nature around. And I'm just going to focus on getting this and, and, and holding this where this is. It came into our space and it, it's going to stay there until we're done with it. I don't want it trying to sneak away. We're going to hold it until it's dead or gone. Okay. Just focus up on it and just. So as you all see these, uh, Broken, dry, rotted roots that were long dead break forth with new life, reaching for whatever this uh, water that was promised them, being pulled to them from the pull of this moon, uh, raging above it in the in the bit of darkness that remains on the field. You see all these tendrils break forth, catching nothing as this mist is unable to be restrained. All right. Anything else for your turn? Uh, no, that'll be it. All right, cool. Thanks. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Well, technically, is your body still there, or is it your body becomes to the ethereal? Uh, I'm pretty sure I am in the ethereal plane, physically. No constitution save. Okay. You are You are not where the mist is currently, but you are looking at a humanoid figured. Looked, uh, it looks like it was wrapped in medical bandages and ga- and like gauzes and 
um, dried, rotted, and has this decrepit, necrotic kind of like um, skin-tight face. Has some ornamental jewelry on it. If you want, you can make a religion check. All right. Five. May look may, may be a religious ornament. You don't really know. Um, looks kind of fancy. Not not the average beggar that would be buried with something like this. And okay. you kind of look over and you do a scan over, and this person looks pretty important, actually. Whatever and whoever they may be. All right. What do you want to do in your turn? Um, I want to turn on dead. Oh, do I make a save? Yeah, you make a save. I'm pretty sure it's against my wisdom. That's what you just, that's what you actually, no, that's what you just did, Danny, right? You just did turn on dead? Or you just do total dead? dead. Uh, No, total of the dead. All right, turn that on dead. I do a save. This is the clear thing, yep. All right. What's your DC? Uh, 14. 14. It currently fails that save. So oh, awesome. So, okay, so all undead within 30 feet that can hear me. So okay. if there's any other around are affected. Um, if he's below one half of a challenge rating, then he's instantly destroyed. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. All no. right, so let's see how this goes. Pretty Maybe sure, can't... basically, he just needs to run away from me. Needs to run away from you. Yes, so turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it, uh, basically it has to be able to move. It cannot willingly move within 30 feet of me. Um, it can't take reactions. It can only use dash to get away from me. So basically, yeah, it's forced to run away. Okay. Um, easy enough. We can do with that there. You see this uh, figured face look up in the, and it's in a rear direction. <sighs> Looks down at you, looks up at the moon, looks back in a direction towards the sun. <sighs> Another time. And it, uh, you see it flash and leave the ethereal plane and sink into the sand below as you all see the mist seep into the sand and leave. That's its turn. It is currently out of its. With that, with that alone, it is going to try to leave and miss the way into the ground. Um, technically, on its turn, there would still be Remus for one more attack before he dips in the ground. So you could see this mist after this. I will throw two daggers at the mist. Go for it. Finks, would you do anything else while you turned undead, or is it just kind of screaming at him and just kind of holding their space? What are you doing? Um, I'd basically just be like holding uh, the holy symbol, which would be the shield with the the moon on it, just kind of moving it to him to push him away. Okay. Not saying much. Uh, you got to roll the dice for me to see where you are at, I believe. Um, at the end of my turn, I'm, I'm back. Oh, you're at the end of your turn, you're back? Yeah. All right, cool. I, I, rolled, I rolled underneath, so I'm, I'm back to the material plane. All right, cool. So you come back um, as you see this mist begin to seep into the ground as you're pushing your shield down in its direction, kind of Captain America, like, yeah, you back off. Remus, throw them daggers at him. All right. Does a 15 hit? A 15 hits. All right. He is flanked. Oh, God. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him with my brain. 
21 damage. That hurts. And then the offhand dagger is going to be a 23. What was that second one? 23 to hit. Ooh, very nice, very nice. That's going to be... Oh, God, it fell. Four damage. Four damage. All right. That does well. Uh, You see it... As one of the daggers flies through, it makes just enough contact. And where the dagger hits next to you, Finks, you see a almost a parchment of almost like a uh, a cloth medical wrapping, tattered, looks aged, hundreds of years old, has this mildewy kind of like mummified look to it. Maybe counters over, guys. What are you doing? I saw his face. I saw the face of the mist. Did he? Did he leave anything behind? Uh, he was on the ethereal plane. I wasn't able to grab anything, but I was able to see him when I was there. And I described uh, the the tattered bandages and the the wrappings and the 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 jewelry he had on was. I, I, can I describe what he was wearing? See if yeah, you describe what he was wearing. Or someone else's. Uh, um. Uh, Azoth. Right. Uh, what check am I doing? You could do a history or a religion. If anyone else is proficient with religion, I'll let you make a religion check when a uh, Fink starts to kind of describe the little amulet. 25. Uh, Azoth, you don't know much, but with that role and having... Sorry, Howard. You're kind of hurt, and you have a you start to yeah, think, and you just start like ah, headache. Um, like center of your head just hurts, dude. Like feels like you just got like popped right in the forehead. Uh, Azoth, you do kind of have a one of those like spurts of like wait, hold on. You did have a friend from your tribe that had made a pilgrimage out to. Dropped Harrow once, and they had traversed through the Golden Sea. They did talk about how there were these cults to the Blood King at times. And supposedly the Blood King was an OG vampire uh, god. Like, this is, like, some evil, like, uh, Blood King was supposedly one of the first vampires created that rose to God's status that deals with uh, some darker domains of necromancy and arcana. All right, guys. Let me, let me get this straight here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So... So from what I know, there's this this blood king. And then Howard, you've got some yellow king that you've been talking about. And Remus, we're trying to find these weapons now for who exactly? Is this some other king we're finding weapons for? Lost oh king? no, it's it's not a king really. It's a it's some important man from hell. I feel like we shouldn't have hell mad at us, so uh, thanks. Is there any 
King word. I'm sorry. Did you say Blood King? Yeah. Oh. Not a king hmm. per se, but a queen. I reach into my bag and I pull out. <laughs> I pull out the uh, the face mask of the king of the Blood King. Thanks. Did it look like this? Is did it? Or close to that? And I show no. like the mask. Basically, the mask I was wearing the entire time. He's the only thing that looks familiar. He didn't have a mask on, so maybe that's his. Huh. Well, it's mine. And I try to put it like back on. <laughs> Falls off without its magic hold. Okay. All right. Put it back in my bag. That might be useful for later in case it comes back. Good to know. Maybe. I think he's going to come back. I, mm, I that, that, might, that might be my bad, guys. Um, when, when I was stuck in the Feywild, I started thinking about, uh, you know, never going to see you guys again and don't really have a forest to go to. And I had all these bones and I, I may have gotten involved in some stuff I shouldn't have. My bad. I may have pissed off some people, things. I, I don't know what's going on. I just, I, I, I mean, this could just be whoever that missed was Oasis. Like we could just be trespassing. I, I can't really blame them for being upset. I mean, it's pretty nice. We got water. It is nice. Uh, can someone make me less wet physically? Is that a thing or how, how hot is the desert? Will I dry out quickly? As the sun now has begun to pass over, you guys are in a morning sun now. Um, you're starting to dry up as you're kind of picking up on it. You're not as soaked as you were. All right. It's not exactly comfortable, comfortable, but... I'll be fine. Like, after an hour, hour or two. Hmm? So, what do you guys want to do? Any direction? Any specific path? Is there... Um... Because we were traveling well, in the night. We were trying to head to the city, right? Where are you guys trying to go? We're trying to go to the mountains, so we're going to ask Crack Big back for some help. Yeah, I think he was unfamiliar with this particular place until we get there. He didn't know his way around the desert. Wasn't like there said, like a city or a town near the mountains? In a direction, though. East. Straight east was probably where the mountains were. There was a town in a northeastern direction. I believe we were heading towards the town. We are supposed to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys continue on? Uh, do, we, do you guys need to rest again? Or? Actually, you said he, he the, the mist went into the sand. Mm-hmm. Did it leave behind anything as far as like, like, a, like blood in the sand or anything like that? Make an investigation check. Okay. No. Two. No? You don't really see any blood in the sand? No mist? Just a little tattered piece of uh, gauze from his right, from, from where you saw the dagger kind of cut through. Yeah, I'm going to take that, that gauze and... I don't know if I want to touch it, but kind of pick it up with like a stick put it in the bag. I'll say you have a stick. I'll find a stick. Old, unless you have I got a, a mace. I got all kinds of stick-like objects. All right. <laughs> like a legit, like, desert stick? Like, may not I'll, be, I'll break but... off one of uh, Azoth's and Tangle Roots. 
Yeah, perfect. Hold it up. Okay. So, anything you guys want to do here? Are we starting on a journey? Need to make some survival checks. Um. Oh, shit. So, uh, the, the damage that I took... I don't get those hit points back. Like, nothing will, like, I can't take a potion or anything like that. I don't get those back until there's a long rest, right? That lim- You are limited at that max. Right now, you are at. Is my max. That okay. is your max. And uh, long rests, just for clarification, like, if we're just walking and nothing is happening, does that, that doesn't constitute as part of a long rest. We can't be, like, active, right? Yeah, no, it's got to be hard downtime for a long rest. I will allow a non-slept long rest, but it has to be hard downtime for that. You wouldn't be able to be walking. You would probably want to, like, that's if you guys had a cart and and you're like, I'm going to pass out and take a nap in the cart while you are all traveling. I'd say you would be semi-aware, but you're just vegging out at that point then. Mm. I'll give... I'll let you roll. If you want to try and make a long rest throughout this journey, it's going to be hard disadvantages. No, I can. I I was just curious about the uh, semantics. I'm good where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Okay. All good. I, I just, sometimes those, sometimes those hit point caps like that, that can determine actions. That's why. Yep. Depending on how, where you're at. I'm good. But, okay. So you guys are going to dirt. You guys are traveling. Um, I'm gonna let two people make some survival checks. Who wants them? First two, they call I. Okay, I got, I got one. Sweet, Azoth and Finks. Uh, net twenty plus five. Really? Yes, sir. Finks, you rolled a fifteen. Mm-hmm. All right. How's the party uh, tracking? What's the order like? I'll take the lead. Take the lead. All right. Where's everyone else in this? I will go second. Got it. I can take the back. I'll go right. third. Perfect. All right, Azoth. You're leading this incredible investigation path of uh, trekking through the desert. Feel it out. Spaces in the sand as you're walking. Uh, being careful. You are beautiful. As you're walking through, you're, you're going on beautiful this track. You, you're, you're great. Not you physically, but like your tracking skills are beautiful. You're just like, I got this. And you're so into it, you don't notice the rest of the party. I need everyone else to make deck saving throws. Nine. Uh, it only lasts a minute. I was just checking. Uh, All right, net 20. Oh, okay. Five. Remus, what you what you what you what's your deck save at? My deck save is on hold for DCT Industries. DCT Industries, we have a break coming up here in just a moment, guys. When we come back from the break, we'll let you know who the winner is from last week's episode, as well as the code words for this week's episode. All right, Remus, what is those deck saves? 21. 21. All right, some nice deck saves. You all fall. You're walking. 
And as Azoth just keeps trekking beyond your, be, w- without noticing, same time, you three just drop. You look to your side, it is a 10 foot by 10 foot opening in the sand that Azoth just missed. Everyone else is currently falling. The walls are black. If you look down, it's black. Um, the opening in the sand is kind of pooling in now where sand is starting to fall. You're falling. What are you doing? Make reactions. Uh, how far are we falling? Uh, you've currently fallen 30 feet. Wait, did, did, did I fail my deck save? I got a 20. Oh, yeah. I failed it still. <laughs> uh, grabbing a... a Grabbing something. I'm just going to use tender, Tensor's Floating Disc and write it down like a sled. Uh, use some of Tensor's Floating Disc. As it pulls up behind you, it drops away. Well, no, it goes under me directly. Oh, under you. As it pulls up under you, it you break through it as it dispels. Okay. I'm going to grab a rock. I was grab a rock. Back, make, so. a dex- make a dexterity save at this rock. It's a, really, it's a low DC due to the 23. Uh, 13. Okay. Uh, you uh, reach your hand out. Which is, make a strength check for me. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I know. As you reach out to the side and go grab a rock on the side of the wall. Ow! <laughs> you uh, hold on. You are currently 50 feet below the opening. And you are hurting and you are just at your tips. Just barely. Howard and Remus, you're I'm falling. Dead. I'm digging two psychic daggers into the wall. Uh, you... They disappear. I can't hold them and stab them? You go to materialize them, and as you pull them in your hands, they fade away. Okay, I'll take two real daggers. Two real daggers. Make those, um, I'll say... Quick, just, uh... Attack roll. Just straight. I'll just go... If you just... uh, No, no, make it a deck save. Deck save. Just okay. a quick, quick reaction. 23. 23. Slam! You uh, smash him into the wall, and it just holds. I want you to make a strength saving throw. Uh, strength strength check, actually, not saving throw. Sorry. Reaction, slam. You're now holding. 19? Uh, you have a pretty good grip on their daggers. And you you got him into the wall pretty good. So you're held. Howard, you're now falling 50 feet. 55 feet. What are you yeah, doing? Tap my pendant and see if uh, slow fall. You're falling. Oh, shit. Then I'm going to, like, falling. reactionary, try to, like, grab towards the side and see if I grab a rock or something to hold on to. Make a deck save. Remus, right. I should say you're partially blind. <clears throat> Uh, 15. With my one eye? Magic eye. Okay. What was your deck save, Danny? I didn't catch it. 15. 15. 15. Uh, no, no, no. You're falling. You're scraping the wall. Shit. You try. Uh, Reaction should have been a. F- Still nothing. Card, Shit. Life alert. Yeah. Can't Did you it, teleport? I yeah, yelled down from the hill. No. Yeah. Falling 100 oh, feet. Damn it. 
Azoth, at this point, you probably are hearing screaming behind you. Jesus. Um. Can I try to misty step towards the wall and like something like more stable or whatever I would see? <laughs> you try to do. Um, you you feel this kind of this uh tentacle pull from your feet to try and grab in a in a closer dire- direction and it, nothing. The ability of casting, you're familiar to this feeling. You don't like this feeling. Nothing's tapping with your arcana in this moment. You're familiar to this feeling. What do I, since I didn't go down, what do I see? Do I just see sand? Do I just hear them? Do I look and see that they disappear? You turn around and in the ground where behind you, you realize you just walked along the edge of a, of a pit. Pit. Okay. Like you tight, like you walked on the edge of the building without realizing it. Like is is sand pouring in? Like it's sand is now pouring in from the sides, pouring in. You can hear screaming. Looking down, you would see Fink's forty-five. Remus is fifty feet. Falling down further is Howard. Um, They're all probably screaming. I'm assuming. Don't want to put words into their mouths, but I don't know. Any? I'm just confused. I guess. I. Is there anything uh, besides sand around? Like, are there any still, like, palm trees or desert? Anything that... Is, you, know, you are now an open desert at this point. This is just a desert. All right. Um, okay. And you're looking down, I'll say, it just is pitch dark. You can't see at the end of this tunnel. Um, Going once. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, um... Going twice. Um, V-shape into a giant eagle. Okay. Uh, fly down, see if I can grab Finks, and then pull him out. So you, I'm good. You flash into a giant oh. eagle. You jump up about 10 feet, and as you go to, like, swan dive and swimmer dive in, the minute you break that opening, you're falling. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Finks, you see this, ing- this eagle jump in. Hit the line and just you see Azoth fall now. Oh, we turned back into Azoth. Oh yeah. The minute he oh, broke geez. the minute he broke that threshold. Alright. You are falling. What are you doing? I'm just gonna go with it. I think he's falling. Okay. <sighs> I'm gonna Meanwhile, I'm taking out my little siphon dagger and I'm gonna try to stab into the wall. There you go. Okay. Um, I'll give you a dex save. Okay. I want to absorb the wall's magic. Is that a thing? Uh, I have no idea. (laughs) Um, uh, this one's a 13, so. You are, uh. Trying to slam, 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 and you're falling. For this point, you're about 100 feet fall, and you look down, and it just looks pitch black. You cannot see a a, uh, a a floor, and as you slam in with your hand just kind of holding it, you finally f- have purchased, make a strength check as it just secures in the wall. Okay. <laughs> okay. Four. 
Slam! As you're holding in, you slip. The hand gives out. I fall. I have nothing else at the moment. Okay. You fall. Azoth, you fall. What are you? Any, what is anyone doing? Do the two of you are currently held? Um, Remus, you're pretty good. I'm going to my Remus go, tell your dad I'll see him soon. <laughs> uh, no, I'm so sorry. Binks, um, make a strength check right now on your hands because you were just barely up on the rocks. Ten. Ten. Same as before. Steady. You're Go just steady. holding on and you're looking down. You see Remus five feet below you holding on to two daggers looking up at you. I mean, if thinks if I don't know if it's possible for us to like dagger climb our way down if we megazord this and like we have four daggers and just kind of help each other out. Uh, how, how big is this pit? It's a 10 feet by 10 feet pit. Okay, so we can't Emperor's New Groove our way out of this back-to-back style. <laughs> it's too far. Ah! I'm short. He's a yeah, goblin. That's true. Um, and we already said you're 5'8". <laughs> we don't reach. Well, I, I'm thinking if like Hear me out. We make it like a plus symbol with everyone. Like all of our feet are at the center together and we're all at the walls of the pit. How? Azoth and Azoth and Howard. I'm future planning. I'm future planning. Azoth just goes past you. Well, no, I'm talking if we're all at the bottom of the pit. We all connect our bodies and we're like a plus symbol because we only have to go five feet towards the wall. Maybe. I, At I this point, I need Howard and Azoth to make dexterity saving throws. Twelve. So how deep is the pit if we've already fallen like 50 feet? You do make a perception check. Nine. Give me a second. I'm going to roll percentage dice to substitute for multiple dice rolls. Ooh, it's going to hurt. You suffer. <sighs> Howard, what's your max hit points? 49. 49. Oh, you are low. Ooh. What are you at? We had a full rest, so. I Howard, are you at 49? Got it. He's frozen. Maybe he saw so Azoth and Howard both failed the deck saves. You guys take yeah. 87 points of damage. 87? 87 bludgeoning points. Wham! As you both slam into a thick stone heavy floor. But doesn't it have sand on it? There is some sand covering it, but not in this where they fell. Danny, are you there? He's thinking. Yeah, I'm here. Did you hear how much points you took? So, hold on. No, I didn't. I, that part cut out. Eight, Damn. seven. 87, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, then I'm out. Okay. How are you, Azoth? Uh, no, I'm, I'm dead four times over. Wait, Wait. Really? You said 87 points of damage? Yeah. What's your max hit points? 
my max hit points was 27, and I was at 18 from the mist. For a level six? What? Hold on. With that, guys, we're going to go to our commercial break, and we'll be back in <laughs> about five minutes. Suspense. Okay. Yeah.
All right. So, guys, welcome back uh, from our bathroom breaks. Uh, we we have four people watching. I'm assuming it's everyone <laughs> that's currently playing plus one. Um, thank you so much. If you're catching this on the replay, uh, hey, listen, we're about to announce a giveaway. You could have been here. You could have entered had you followed the rules from our Facebook post as well as the last episode. Um, unfortunately, you missed out. We do have a winner, though, and I'm going to announce him in a just a moment. But I want to let everyone know that the giveaway is currently sponsored by our good friends over at DCT Industries. It's uh, Dreams, Co- Dreams Come True Industries. They are a, they are a local a tabletop game designer that is currently constructing their own game called Kaimon that is going to be hopefully dropping later this year, probably possibly early 2022. Um, don't know what the table is currently looking like. I know they are currently beta testing out the gaming and the mechanics. Think of a mix-up, uh, a trainer, companion, designating fighting game. I, I, what is the exact genre that is considered, Tony? Uh, tabletop. Tabletop gaming. Tabletop, tabletop gaming? No, I mean like the Pokemon aspect. Like what is, oh. what is that? I think it's just called Mon. Mon? Yeah. Mon. It's, it's a Mon game Mon ma- mashing with tabletop, Warhammer type of style where you're a trainer, a companion, someone that is issuing commands to monsters attacking other monsters on a physical terrain battlefield. I actually got to see a couple pictures of it being tested out with, uh, I believe, Tony, you were currently playing it, right? Uh, saw I was the not testing playing. Out? Jeff, Jeff was playing it. Oh, was he just playing Jeff against was. himself? He might have just been doing some playtesting, yeah. Playtesting? All right. I, I saw. I, I thought you were there testing with them. It's all good. Uh, I got to see some testing done of it, uh, some pictures. It looks cool. I kind of want to play it. I'm hoping that we can do some testing of it on our uh, stream in the coming of months. Hopefully when we see a little bit further down the roads and hopefully when we can all get together in person safely um, if COVID is still a threat to us. But thank you, DCT Industries, so much for our sponsors. Uh, we think it is incredible, and we are very happy to announce that from our first giveaway for a pack of blue Oki. I think it says Okie Doki. Uh, what are they called? Yeah, Okie Doki. Okie Doki. They're, they're cool. They got like little little sayings on them. Oh, that's cool. They're oh, sick. On each pack, so nice. Kind of like a uh, Snapple of dice. Awesome. But don't drink. Well. It. So oh, for our first giveaway, it is going to go to and get his name pulled up. Make sure I say it correctly. Joseph Lee. He followed rules. He went in, liked the page. He liked, um, he liked both podcasters as well as DC Industries, and he messaged me the keyword "the manner," as well as making a comment on the post too, which is awesome. So. What I want to tell everyone, Joseph Lee, these are yours. I'm going to be messaging you right now. You won. We'll see if you're watching. Um, we'll see. You too can be a winner. You too can be a winner next time if you enter in with this. So now the rules are going to change up a little bit. Instead of messaging us the keyword, what I want done is three things to win plus one bonus entry to to get your first entry in to be entered is to like DCT industries on Facebook. And I know I can check to see if you do too. So you got to like them. You have to like us over at podcasters, tabletop gaming. And then final below that, 
each week I'll have a pinned post that lets everyone know this post. I'll be swapping it out after tonight's session. For those of you that do catch this live or catch it in the in the uh, day or so before I put it up on YouTube, it'll be the pinned this post. And you need to comment below in it, the Blood King is the keyword for this week's episode. After that, if you want an additional win, uh, additional chance to win, you can also comment a friend's name in the post as well. So if you do, if you like DCT Industries, you like podcasters, tabletop gaming, and you comment on the post, the Blood King, with the with the with the phrase the Blood King. You get your first entrance into winning the red dice from Okie Dokie, sponsored from DCT Industries. Thank you for getting those up, picking those up for us. You can get them. If you want a second chance in at winning those, go on in and comment and tag a friend in the post. Then they can get a chance to win. If they don't play, maybe they'll just give them over to you. If you want a second chance, you get a chance for it. All goes around in good in good favor. So, thank you so much, DCT Industries, Jeff. This is awesome. Uh, I'm blown away that within a matter of a week or two, we just had kind of touch base and talk, and we now have stuff to give away. It is amazing and it's so exciting because 2021 2021 is off to a killer start for us guys. Um, I saw the numbers network wide. We broke four hundred thousand unique subscribers on bicbp-radio.com for podcast listens uh podcasters broke 18k i am blown away continuously i was really hoping at the end of 2020 i was sitting there going i hope i hope january does good like i hope it wasn't a fluke and it wasn't for us it was not uh guys if you're listening out there thank you so much so so much um but let's get back to this uh show and Joe, we will be reaching out to you. Okay. So we, where we uh, left off before our break, Howard and Azoth both fell about 100 feet or so, if not more. It was pitch darkness for a moment of you guys just falling. And you instantly felt your backs hit solid concrete, just solid just stone slabs. Um, like a stone ground. Howard, you did notice that there was a brief moment because you were like, Ugh! there was a moment that you were flying down this tunnel that uh, right before you hit the ground, you take damage, but you did smack it. So, how are you at? How are you feeling? Well, if. If it's able to activate, then I will definitely keep doing the slow fall until something happens. If not, then, yeah, I go splat on the floor. Okay. Um, real quick, you are able to cast slow fall, and then what were the other uh, – you were able to do what? I tried with the – I tried to hold on, mm-hmm. couldn't hold on, and then I tried with the siphon dagger, stopped, but then lost my grip and fell. Amulet, so, I'm, I'm going blank on the abilities. It uh, You can get oh, slow um, fall, and then what else? Is it reduced damage? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, uh, three times per day I can reduce uh, fall damage by 1d6. Okay. You hit the ground. Uh, I'll say you take half of that damage because you did have the slow fall. The forest is just pushing you in. Mm-hmm. So half of 47, 
28 damage would hit you. Maybe half 20, of 87, right? Or no? Right here. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, it's half of 87. So 40, 44 damage. 40, okay. Whack. Are you still? Wow. Then I'm still alive by like five hit points. You look over, you see Azoth's body is just looking hurt. You guys are still, Finks, Finks, you are 45 feet up, holding on, just barely. By one hand, you're just kind of holding on to these rocks, just, you know? And you look down, Remus is five feet below you. All right. Are there any holds nearby that we could tie a rope, potentially? Holes like in the like wall, hold like a, a sturdy looking rock, roots, something like that. No, so the the rock that you're really holding into is just more or less the grippings in between these cement blocks. You're in essentially a ten by ten chute. It is a smooth surface. Remus, the daggers that you have, just by some good rolls, your daggers slid just in between where these were a. Uh, where like a block is, you're like you're like kind of your daggers are wedged in between two blocks. They're not even rocks. It's just like solid, like stone, like like a wall. Yeah, like essentially a wall. So we're in like a ten by ten chimney. Yes. Okay. So uh, like you're just on just the cracks of like the top of a lot of a giant uh, foot and a half by foot. Brick, you're just you're you're just above the edges. You can't really get any much more of a grip. You're barely holding on, Fink. So you're going to need make strength checks as we go further. Still, okay. While that's happening, I'm going to scramble in my bag, seeing how Azoth is, and I still have one of the little healing pastes, and I'm going to take it out, scramble over to him real quick, and just basically shove it in his mouth. Paste, yeah, Azoth. <coughs> One hit point, man. <laughs> Your bones hurt. You feel a little broken. That was hurtful. <laughs> oh. You now realize you've been close to death. You've never really died before. That was probably one of the closest you've ever come. Sucks. Um, yeah. What are you all doing? Uh, I was going to say, being a, a healing pace, wouldn't it be like just whatever the healing potion stats are or no? Not for this. He's okay. For what he went through, hit point. He's coming okay. back. Just Nope, that's fair. So <laughs> is it just straight vertical up and down? Is there like a slope or anything to where we can see? There is no slope um, okay. that you can see. From what you're looking up, it looks very just straight shooted. Uh, but I have a pretty good grip, I guess. Um, can I cast Healing Spirit on myself? Uh, you could try. Yeah, can not, I, not, I didn't mean to have like a, like a raise, unfortunately. You could, you could try, too. Just knowing that you you went into the shoot without magic, you don't know what will happen oh, when that's you do. Right. That's right. That's why. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Um, go ahead. As of right now, you don't know what's what's up with magic. So if you want to dump a spell right now, you are more than welcome to. You I mean you are? If you need healing, this is the time to do it. Just what are your spell slots like? You're at one hit point. Um, my, Man, spell, would... my spell slots are fine. Um, just trying to see what I have on my person. How how far are we allowed to yell and communicate? Yeah. Yell. I do. You start yell? I yell, I yell for Howard Nazoff and wait to hear back. You hear a faint yelling come from above. Alright, um, let's see. I'm going to yell back, there's so much blood! Ah! And I'm going to go quiet. Alright. Howard? <laughs> well, that's promising. Make a deception check! Please! <laughs> Make an insight check! <clears throat> <laughs> you guys are awesome. 23. <laughs> oh, God. Remus, we got to get down there. There's a lot of blood, guys. I was going to buy a glider at the store in town, but we haven't gotten there yet. I have a blanket. I got, <laughs> I got that coat still, but it didn't work last time when we were falling from the ice thing, so... You, I mean, you don't know. I mean, you don't have to react. I mean, you guys aren't like sworn friends, but when you have your when you have your own little chaotic party member that wants to be deceptive. Oh no, we're be... we're just talking about what we're supposed to do while we're on this just flat wall right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's five feet above me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll wait a few seconds until like I can kind of tell that they're doing whatever, and I'll be like, "We're okay. We're actually okay. We're fine." All right, I'm gonna attempt to climb up. But it is a stone floor, so don't just fall down here. You can go to climb up, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 13. You go to put your hands to kind of in an upward like climbing motion? Mm, I don't think you should. Maybe bad. I think we live here now. Do you want to do? Do you continue to try and keep going? No, if I think it's a bad idea, I wouldn't keep going. Is there, right. I know I'm kind of like delirious at this point. Um, I have an idea. Is there any? Can I notice any moisture around from the the tunnel that we're in? Is it completely dry? Is there any moisture in this area? This is a very uh, very dry chamber. Um, you notice it's dusty. Looking around, and you are in a roughly 50 by 60 chamber. Okay. Uh, then what it has uh, four brazers in the center of the room in a uh, in a square uh, like a square uh, rectangular fashion with a fifth larger brazier in the center. Alright. Uh, I'm, I want to test to see if my magic will work, so I'm going to cast my cantrip of a thorn whip just to see if I can throw something out. Yeah. yeah. It happens. All right. So then knowing that, then I'm going to cast a healing word on myself at a third level, um, trying to get some of my hit points back. Okay. Cool. Uh, I get 11 hit points back. Hey. At 12. 
What's that? That's it. Then now you're at 12. Yep. Better than one. Okay. better than one. Yeah, that, that's, that's good for now. Um, they are up. There's no water. Uh, can I do... Took you out of your element. I want to... Uh, Which time? <laughs> How high up are they about? You're looking up and in. You see into darkness. You roughly remember them being within eyesight, so within 60 feet, looking down when you were at the top of the pit. All right. So I'm going to... I'm going to use another spell slot. I'm going to cast Entangle to kind of create a webbing or a net of vines and stuff that they can fall into. Where are you I casting would... Entangle at? Um, I'm in, in the, the tunnel. I, I can it's uh, I can go up to 90 feet. Okay. And then it's a 20-foot radius or square area. So You're going to gonna try and Devil Snare them? Basically, yeah, like Harry Potter. Basically, give them, put it high enough, yeah, enough that it'll they'll fall and they can like fall without falling. Okay. Um, how? What's everyone's vision sight at? Line of sight. I've got one eye. I can see it now. <laughs> how far? Dark vision is what sixty. Yeah. All right. Um, It'd be considered dark for me since I'm looking up at an opening hole. It is daytime. You you're don't see like, daytime from where you're at, unfortunately. I don't see daylight? No. Oh, wow. Okay. That was still early. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, cast then if it's it? Dark, yeah, if it's dark, then I'm going to light up the torch. Or actually, sorry, my uh, my hooded lantern. Okay. You light up your hooded lantern. Uh, what is it, a spell? Or you, no, it's just uh, a regular lantern. Lantern, lantern? Okay. Mm-hmm. Put it up. Um, it goes for an extent. Uh, what is it? Light go for about 30 feet, I think. You can start to see up the tunnel. You don't see where Finks is exactly yet. You can't see up to him. Uh, Azoth, you cast the entanglement. You do not feel Vine's growth. You don't know if that's because no magic's allowed in the tunnel. You don't know if that's because you are not allowed to be connected to magic in the tunnel. You don't know. You just don't feel the connection of casting magic to seeing it happen. There is no identification. Like, did it work? I don't know. Okay. All right. What are you guys doing? You guys are holding Finks. Make a strength check. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm falling. Let's see. You want to just lower yourself to me? Oh, like 15. You're holding on for this moment, but you are like, this is, you're not going to be able to hold here forever. You guys going to make decisions. What are you doing? You're up uh, in this giant tunnel. Yeah, Finks, right. do you right. want to try, if we use my coat and you hold two corners and I hold two corners, can we two-man parachute this? Hmm. Are we, are we on opposite sides of the wall? Are we on the same? I think we're on the same side. I I saw like a kitty corner in this, but if you want to be on the same side, I'll allow it. 
Cause then I was going to say, if we were kitty corner, then we could, we could use our feet to drag and then use the, the blanket of the blanket to make the pair. If you want to be kitty corner, I would allow it be kitty cornered. If you two Let's are do it. All right. Throw me the blanket. I'll throw you the other half. All right. So you're going to catch a blanket and you're going to try and hold it out and just kind of bed sheet it down. And then using our, our feet is kind of like a against the wall break on the wall. So we're like backwards and slowing our Using the air pressure right. resistance. Give me um give me straight dexterity checks from both of you. Uh, all right. Can I roll charisma instead since we're trying to look cool? <laughs> I rolled a ten. <laughs> Um, no, I, what I will give is a acrobatics check to Remus, uh, without your proficiency bonus to it. So dex check. Oh, is that just a straight deck? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is just a dex check then. Yeah. Just a dex check. Uh, 16. Okay. For 16, you guys start off pretty well. You're holding it, trying to maneuver your down and. You start up and you get it for about a good, probably 50 feet. You're just very slowly trying to put for the moment, for the, for the, for the most part of the time, it's just positioning in turn, being like, all right, all right, we're going to let go. We're going to let go with our feet. We're going to start this movement. And as you kind of let go of your daggers and slid, you're like, no, 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 no. And it's very much a, it's a three stooges act as you're trying to like catch a blanket as, you start to fall, Finks, and the bl- the uh, the blanket kind of floops up with the nice higher roll for Remus, and you guys start to – you make it about halfway before the blanket just falls out of your grips, uh, and you fall half of the distance. So, Do we grab each other's arms to slow the fall down? Finks, would you grab my arms? Of course. <laughs> Finks is, like, grabbing whatever, so – I'm just like, oh. I'll give uh, Ricky, Remus, I'll give you the dexterity save. All right. For Finks. That's going to be a 17. Okay, so you do succeed it. So you take half of what's the half. That damage is cocked. 67 halved is 34 halved, 15. Two, 17 points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Oh, that wasn't bad at all. Did the vines work or no? My leg. Uh, you guys did not hit any vines on your way down. I tried. Do we get hit by a blanket now? <laughs> um, Just yeah. down. Blanket. Just floats down. Rests right on top of Finks. I'll uncover you. I'm the ghost of Finks. Howard, make a uh, wisdom check for me. Guys, this sucks. I died again. I'm glad you're back. I hate gravity, guys. It sucks. At least, oh, I look up first before I say it. At least nothing's falling at us this time. There's nothing falling at us. All right, give me one moment. Whispers, 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 guys. Whispers, whispers, whispers. Oh. These Dungeon Master rolls are brought to you by Chex Mix. Chex, oh no, Chessix. Not Chessix, DCT Industries. That's right. Because we have 
Joe was watching live. Joe was checking this out. Thanks, Joe. You won. But this is really good stuff, by the way. I would like to take total credit for them because my initials are DTC, but DCT, we're here for you. Danny, about yep. this big in, di- in dimensions, space-sized. Okay. On it, center, kind of right on it. Like, plopped possibly over, like, where his head may have, like, where it fell on him. Got it? Yeah, hold on one second. Let me respond back. Yep. Okay. All right. You see that. Um Almost like it's on the blanket too, like not like, like a part of it. It looks it's weird, like that's physically that's real. Uh, all right, you guys are in this chamber. Uh, there are the the five brazers, <laughs> uh, four in the cent four in the center of the chamber that you're all in now. Roughly uh, twenty feet in from the walls, proportionately in, with one right in the center. They are. Three foot tall, the uh, one on the outside, and the one in the center is five foot tall with a uh, uh, two foot opening. It's dark in here, and the walls are thick and uh, dense, kind of walking over. If you even like, where are we in? You are possibly in like a dungeon chamber, or uh, can I look to, uh, around to see if there's any like openings anywhere? Looking around, you see uh, there is one entryway on one of the uh, shorter of the walls, or on one of the um, not as wide walls, not shorter walls. Um, there is a door in the center of it, but it is currently sealed shut. Uh, two wood, two stoned uh, slab doors. Hey guys, hey guys I, I, I think I found something over here. I'm going to go up to the door, check it to see any traps or anything. Make an investigation check. Aren't brazers the things that girls wear under their dresses? Cool ones. What are these things? <laughs> it's a door, man. <laughs> door. So there's five the oh, That's amazing. Uh, I rolled an eight for investigation. The door. Maybe okay. no traps. Hey, um, uh, no handles on investigation? it. Somebody really uh, look for what dead bodies. Brazers are looking for dead bodies. I mean, I'll yeah, take a look at the brazers. Make a investigation check as you look for as you look around this room. I would like to investigate the braziers. Got it. Yes, I believe back in Wildmount they're pronounced braziers. I'm not sure. Braziers. This thing. There's five of them. I I really have no idea what this is. Wait, five? You didn't say four. there were five of them? There's five. Four smaller ones and then one in the center. We, we're, we're, there's five of us. What are they, though? Is it a chair? Do you not know who they are? No. Initiative. Oh, I'm literally <laughs> clueless. Someone sent a picture of a, bra- a brazier. Uh, it looks Be almost... Be careful now. Because I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a vase. 
Yeah, it's it's almost like a um it's <laughs> it's for like components and it goes up in flames with the components. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. It's I essentially gotta... a giant fire pit. Okay. <laughs> like it's it's almost uh, what you're looking at is a um it's a Three foot high. The smaller ones, they, they all are the same in design, just size is what's different. The are all uh, the three foot tall ones are three foot tall uh, posts, almost looking like uh, <clears throat> a almost like a bird bath, where okay. posts up with almost like a top, and the top is has almost coals in it, as if they should be lit, almost like fire, almost like a fire pit that's ready to be ignited. And the one in the center is just size wise five foot in height and a little bit larger is there any source of fire nearby no you guys are in an empty cold chamber um thanks you're looking around for dead bodies i have a torch you do have a torch yeah i I guess there that would be a source of fire in the chamber thanks looking around you see Two dead skeletons. All right. I guess two skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the reason I say skeletons is because, and and dead, is that you see the the bodies were covered with leathered armor that has been singed and burned off of them. And there's just scraps of armor, like burnt leather armor around where their chest is. And you just see their body, like skin... Mortar. Matter has just been melted and burned and scorched away. The on their bones is like some charred and long dead and long burned skin that has just been dry rotted and. So they didn't fall, as far as I can tell. They didn't. It seemed, they it seemed didn't. To... That okay. if they did fall, something burned them after. Um, does magic work now in, in this room? You don't know. I, I I don't know. Do a cantrip. Does it work? Cantrip works. Okay. Can I cast Speak to the Dead on one of the skeletons? Yes. Okay, cool. So basically it it gives uh, life and intelligence to a corpse. um, And it needs to have a mouth, so I'll I'll pick whatever one works for that. Um, One's got the jaw. You see one with the jaw just kind of loosely limping. That's the one I pick. So basically I get to ask him five questions, and it's they can only answer what they knew in life, and uh, that's it. So okay. I will I kind of gather the party around and bring the skeleton to life. What are you doing to cast this? Speak with that. Um hmm. I don't know, I guess I just kinda make some some clerical motions and just kinda mash up some some mushroom juice and just kind of pour it across its face, uh Simba style, Rafiki. It's, it's like a mashup of like some like oh, oh man Simba, <laughs> right across it, and with the you see the uh, looks over at you the skeletal face just eye, like this empty let's just socket just okay ask what you will. All right, my first question is. Where are we? A chamber hidden 
belonging to a pharaoh. Pharaoh. Another king. <laughs> Everyone needs to rule like a five foot room when they're king. kings. <laughs> and how did you die? It just kind of looks over at the center of the room and says, Protections against intruders. Who were these intruders? It looks over at its companion next to it, looking down at its skeletal body. I guess you could say, I... Any, any any other ideas for, for questions for this guy? Do we need any? What kind of protections stop them? I'm I, asking Finks that to ask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll go ahead. I'll relay that message. <laughs> what, per, what kind of protections to stop? Wait, so is it? Yeah, like kind of basically protection? like. They they were the intruders. What were the protections that killed protections them? Protections that stopped them. Yeah. A genie. Let me see. Do you want to ask them if they know what's on the other side of the door? I was I was thinking a similar thing. Should we go in the door? This would be our last question here. So we can either ask that, or maybe we can ask, how do we get out? Um, We can always cast it again on his friend and see what he has to say. I would say the getting out one. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me the way out of here? To safety. (laughs) Um... Just the just it 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 describes that with its last answer. Um, to get out of there, up it gives you with its answer. Just to travel up would be to get out. And with that, you see that the head just breaks down. A genie. Do you think lighting up this brigere will summon a genie? Maybe. Do we know anything about genies? I'll let you make a history or a... What are you proficient in? Uh, Nothing with knowledge. Um, Insight, persuasion, sleight of hand, stealth. So what do you, um, I'll let you roll a history check. Okay. I rolled an eight. You know, genies are pretty powerful elemental beings. Hmm. I rolled a three. I'm sorry. What role was it again? A history check. If anyone wants to know anything about a genie. Can I just start rubbing everything? (laughs) What are you rubbing? Um, the brassiers. <laughs> which ones? The one in the middle. I'm gonna 
All right. You walk up to the one in the middle, and Ricky, what'd you roll? I rolled a 12. Genie, gen, genies, man. Genies, genies. genies, man. Message in a bottle. No. Uh, love that song. All right. Azoth, you walk up to this uh, five foot brazier in front of you and just. What do I do here, guys? Uh, I think you might want to go a little slower. And at the exact same moment as as Azoth starts to kind of like rub the the middle brazier, the four outrimmed ones light up. Looking up now at this moment with the lights up, you can see that the hole above you, there is a magic shimmer, shimmer to it. Azoth, the smoke in front of you, or the, the brazier in front of you starts to billow smoke. And it's harder to see. And the flames roar, ripping to the sky. Everyone just pushes back a little bit, blinding, not expecting this light. And as you all start to look over, you all see a magnificently huge, hulking, 12-foot-tall, Great sword-wielding, red-skinned being with big shackles on its wrist, with chains dangling from it, with a shackle on its neck, inscribed with something that you can't ascertain. Um, Azoth, what languages do you know? Can you read? Uh, Druidic, Elvish, Primordial, and Undercommon. In Elvish, you see it says, you are mine to bind. Written on the neck, on the collar. And with that, we're going to pick up next week. I have a question before we leave. Yes. Can I see out of my other eye again? Oh, yeah. In this room, you can see out of your eye. All right. In this room... Any magic items are lit again, other than the ones that I that we discussed on previous episodes. In this yeah. moment, those uh, the ones that didn't work in the tunnel now are working. For now, who knows? Till then, guys, we're gonna pick up there next week. Uh, thank you so much. I'm your dungeon master, Anthony. Uh, these are my guys over at the Fade Bala Five on podcasters. Uh, it is the Dungeons and Dragons podcast over at the network at BICBP-radio.com. Check us out. We got podcasts for everyone. There are over 30 shows and more coming all the time. You know, you want to check them out. There's a podcast for everyone out there. Um, please share them around. Recommend the, recommend one to a friend. And if you want to watch some more Dungeons and Dragons, if you want to watch them live, if you're catching them on the replays on YouTube, head on over to our Twitch at podcasters underscore. Go live Sunday nights. 7 and 9.30, I try to wrap them up right around. We're on a little couple, couple minutes late tonight. Not too bad. Uh, you know what? I love it. Love these guys. This is a great campaign. Taking them for a hell of a ride. They are they're killing it. Kind of being killed at, at too a little bit. Uh, but they're good at sports, and they are, they are taking what I'm throwing at them. So uh, you guys are awesome. All of you listening and watching live, thank you so much. Uh, kick off to our 
Uh, first winner for the giveaways for 2021, Joseph Lee. You won a set of blue okie dokie dice. Uh, message me your address if you're still currently watching. We'll make sure we get those shipped out to you. Uh, and, and that. So thank you so much. That giveaway was brought to you by our sponsor for our current campaign, guys. And moving forward, DCT Industries. Uh, go over to their Facebook page. Hit them up. Hit like, check out what's coming from them with Kaimon, a tabletop Mon game. Uh, think of Warhammer meets Pokemon, I guess. The biggest, uh, easiest way to just throw it at you to give you an image, because when you go to their Facebook page, which you should, you can see some test images of the test play going through. And it's kind of what it looks like. You got some Warhammer type battle maps with some sick terrain. By the way, Tony, who did the terrain? Is that um, handcrafted that from hand- someone or is that just kind of picked up? It might have been homemade or it might have been 3D printed. I'm not exactly sure exactly Sweet. what was being used. Some awesome terrain that is shown there. It gives a uh, Warhammer visualization for you tabletop gamers out there. But then you can see in some of the pictures these little monsters that will be attacking each other with different various combo moves and multiple different attack types. So it's really cool, really interesting, and it is a break forth into a genre that I have not seen played out yet. I've seen other different types of tabletop gamings uh, that break into different settings or different worlds or different thematics, usually always following 5e, which isn't nothing wrong. But Kaimon's coming to you with a brand new kind of rule set, brand new minis, this own new uh, game setting, and you should be on the lookout for it to check it out. I know you really do want to try and play it too. So that's all for me. It's all for the sponsor. I'm going to give it over to Azoth because he's not paying attention. Paying attention! My camera's here. My screen's here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, follow Azoth and his uh, inner monologue on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. Podcasters Azoth. Finks. All right. Finks is at Twitter at uh, Podcasters Finks. He's, uh, I don't know, posting about bananas most recently. I'll have to update that for today. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Phoenix Forge if you want to check out some miniature painting and um, eventually some Kaimon stuff. I will be painting those figures, so keep an eye out for those in the next couple of months once we get around to um, working on that. That's awesome. I can't wait to see them. They look cool. They look very original, too. That's one thing I'll say is when you're looking at um, – oh, that's great. That's kind of terrifying, I think. I think there should be oh, where he has to play like this. <laughs> He has to play an episode like this at some point. We That's all have to, right I feel. Um, one thing I will say, looking at those minis and looking at the monsters from what I've seen, they look originally, they don't look ripped off of a different specific game or clearly just uh, a ripoff. They don't look like a ripoff. They have their own unique aesthetic, and the, art, the artist renditions for them are great. I like them. So, Howard, over to you. Uh, Howard, you can follow him on Twitter at Podcasters H. Uh, you can also follow my arts because I like to doodle sometimes on Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts, R A T P H I N C Arts. Um, and any of the other great shows you can follow on the BICBP uh, network. Uh, do us a favor, follow them, like them, subs- uh, subscribe if you can, uh, share them, tell a friend, listen to one of our shows. Share this show. You know, there's many days that we go by and we're like, what kind of Dungeons and Dragons podcast would we like to listen to? So tell somebody. Maybe you never know. They were looking around and this is the perfect opportunity for that. So there you go. There you go. 
And finally, Remus. I'm Remus. Um, Ricky Coates, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. He sent out a nice, I want to say it's a GIF during during this, so who knows? But there might be more this week. We'll see. Let's see what things go up. Uh, you can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah. I uh, Creative problem solving. It's It's been a thing lately. It's going well. Someday I may acquire items from a shop to help me not be so creative, but you know, we'll get there when we get there. Other than that, I'm very excited to see what the Brasiers have to do with everything going on. Well, guys, till then, um, thank you so much. Check us out. And one more thing. We do have a Teespring. You want to help support the stream? Other than just going and liking the sponsors? Check us out. Buy some merch. Rockin' A. If D&D is satanic, all hail the Dark Lord. T-shirt with a nice black D20 on it. The wording you can't really see. Sorry. Poor poor choice of shirt for today's episode. Uh, We have some other really, really cool ones. Uh, We have a Wicked Warlock t-shirt that danny did up i love it we got the dark side of the die t-shirt we got some bonus action hiding t-shirts if you want to be like your favorite rogue from the fate from Fabala, uh go on over pick up a t-shirt at our teespring so head on over there the links are going to be in the show notes if you're if you're listening to this to our sponsors as well as the teespring and as well as the youtube if you're checking this out just look below there should be links to the show and our sponsors below so guys thanks so much until then Keep rolling. Here, there's a die.